Welcome back to the Mob Squad Pod. This is episode 26. And this week we got a little bit of a change up. It's been really fluctuating with who we've been getting on. And this week we actually got Aaron back. Aaron, what's up, man? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Nick. Um, I think, shoot, last time I was on, uh, I was going to Mexico. And now- yeah, we haven't talked to you since. I mean, there was like all, all kinds of stuff going on with the Mexico trip and then Thanksgiving happened. So we haven't heard the uh, sweet sounds of your voice in a while. I know. I know. And I'm actually fortunate to be back because I lost my passport in Mexico. So, I know. Um- <laughs> you told me that. That's crazy. Yeah. I can't believe you actually made it back. I don't know who you had to pay or whatever, but hopefully it wasn't too many pesos. Yeah, right. No, so... We are actually back in first place. We got our wish. We got a win. We beat the Cardinals. It was the first time we played them this season, which is still crazy to say out loud because it was like week 13 and we still hadn't played them. Right. But I know that's crazy. Um, but uh, looked pretty good. We still haven't had a all around all three phases of the game stellar game yet, but this was pretty close. And Sean McVay is now 7-0 and against Arizona. The margin of victory was 10 points. It was 38-28. Uh, the, this was the first time the offense had scored 30 points since week three against Buffalo. So, love to see that. I don't know how much you got to see of the game itself, Aaron, but from what you saw, did you feel like the offense was... Like, did anything stand out to you as far as they were doing anything better? Or do you think it was just like better execution? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I watched I watched a decent amount of the game after the the Raiders miracle comeback for a win there against the Jets. Um, R.I.P. Uh, Greg Williams. Yes. Yes. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know what you guys talked about the last couple last couple weeks because I missed them. But um, I see that they're utilizing Cam Akers a lot more. Uh, I saw you had, you know, 21 carries for 72 yards and you got a touchdown. So I'm kind of excited to see him uh, get the ball a little bit more and, you know, start rushing some more and get hopefully start building some of that confidence. Um, Daryl Henderson Jr. had another uh, another decent game. He had a 30 yard uh, touchdown run, which was which was pretty impressive. So, you know, I'm happy to see them. I'm happy to see them rushing a lot more. Uh, I feel like, you know, that was kind of. They started to deviate a little bit away from that and pass heavy. And I mean, still Jared Goff threw for, he had 47 passing attempts. So there's a lot of offensive plays, but uh, I definitely am happy to see a little more of the, the running backs get involved. And um, a little bit surprising, uh, the Rams defense, you know, gave up 21 points in the second half, which I think is, you know, a little bit unlike them. Uh, so hopefully they clean that up against uh, the Patriots because I'm picking them up in fantasy this week for the playoffs. Uh, yeah, that was a little weird seeing that second half kind of um, they tried making a little bit of a comeback there. But um, Troy Hill kind of put a stop to that real quick with the uh, pick six that he had. Oh, that was so, pretty. yes. Yeah, our secondary has been playing lights out. Uh, so... I'm right there with you. I've been saying for weeks, especially since the Dolphin game, run the damn ball, especially when you've got three very capable running backs and one of which you spent a second round pick on. So it looks like they're finally maybe getting away from the um, 
three-headed monster and like running back rotation and they're actually going to be sticking maybe more with acres because it looks like he's been getting more carries so and i think that's probably the right thing to do because based on what i've seen it looks like he's the guy it looks like he's going to be the best option daryl henderson can maybe come in and be his uh you know, second option, his, his guy to give him a little bit of rest. And then Malcolm Brown, they can use him however they see fit. He's definitely not a bad running back. So it's good to have yeah. three good ones. So um, like you said, though, it didn't stop uh, Jared from throwing a lot. Uh, he still threw 47 times, but he did have a really good bounce back game. And if you didn't listen to last week's episode, I have I had an epic rant on how Jared Goff is a good quarterback and is the best option for this team. And lo and behold, look at this. He had a really good game. 37 of 47, 351 yards, um, kept the ball from going to Arizona. So had a really good game. I think for the most part, we all expected him to have a really good game because he usually plays really well against Arizona, just like. Sean McVay is 7-0 against Arizona. Uh, I believe Jared Goff now, I think his career record is uh, 7-1, I think, against Arizona. And that one loss was when they were still led by Jeff Fisher. Um, So I think the recipe for success was there. We needed this bounce-back game. We needed the win. And they went in and took care of it. Um, The one thing that we're still... It seems like we can't put one complete game together. It seems like every game, even in our wins, there's some area of of the team that's just not clicking as much as you would like. And this week, it was the special teams, which has kind of been a lingering issue for the most part all year. Um, Matt Gay had a really good couple of weeks, and then this week, a little sketchy. Uh, But we still won, so can't be too upset i i think he's still going to be our kicker going forward i think if you would ask any rams fan what they would say as far as you know kicking situation who would you rather have i think so far matt gay has proven to be by far our best kicker we've had this year and uh, i don't know if you caught the of that really bad shank on his very first attempt with the rams. yeah yeah that was that was weird i'm gonna chalk that up to just you know accidents happen and maybe a little rusty still because i think this is only his third week with the team i could be wrong on that might be fourth week but uh i don't know if you caught the cowboys ravens game but greg zerline had a really bad game did he i did i actually didn't catch that game yeah i think he ended up missing like three kicks in total so if you're a rams fan and you've kind of been you know wanting greg zerline back mm, after last or after last night uh because that was they played a random tuesday night game uh that doesn't look like you know a a bad um not bringing him back that that doesn't look too bad right now um so still kind of waiting for the rams to have a game where everything is clicking special teams no problems defense don't really have to worry about them too much uh and then offense no turnovers and all that good stuff so Still yeah. kind of waiting for that one complete game, but Goff can hold on to that ball, man. Stop. Yeah, yeah. Ball. On offense, the the issues tend to be turnovers. Defense, we haven't really had any issues, so it's kind of hard to say what the problems on defense would be. Um, it seems to be when we play teams like the 49ers, the teams that kind of 
stretch the field horizontally and do a lot of quick screens, quick passes, passes behind the line of scrimmage. Whenever teams try to play that way against our defense, that seems to be a little bit of a problem because we see some tackling issues and some things like that. But other than that, the defense has been pretty phenomenal all year. Not too much to worry about there. And uh, the special teams has kind of been a recurring theme all year, whether it's missed field goals, missed extra points, not kicking touchbacks on our kicks, our punt returners, whether it's been Webster or Cup. We really haven't gotten anything out of there, and there's been some turnovers there. Yeah, so we, I was going to say, we got a fumble from Webster. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, so the special teams has been probably the the biggest black eye on the team so far this season. So Great. still waiting to have a, a nice, clean game. But, I mean, I can't, I can't complain about being 8-4 and four and, and being in the playoffs. And I right now we're first place in the division, and I think we're slotted to be the two seed right now in the NFC. So yeah. I think I actually saw a, uh, a stat that said the Rams have a greater than 99% chance of making the playoffs. I would hope so. My I God, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and speaking of the defense, it's worth noting because my concern going into this game was how were the Rams defenders going to handle Kyler Murray and Deandre as a, you know, as a tandem because it's their first year together. But the defense, uh, Brandon Staley and uh, Jalen Ramsey held him to just 52 yards on 13 targets. So really kept him in check, really kept him in check. So love to see that you pretty much. I mean, I don't know how you feel about it, Aaron, but I know for me going into pretty much any game right now, I am at a point where the number one receiver I'm not worried at all. I don't care if it's DK Metcalf, DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams. I don't care who the number one is on the other team. I'm really not worried about him because I'm very confident in Brandon Staley's defense as a whole and just Jalen Ramsey because he's been phenomenal this year. Oh, my gosh. 100%. I mean, look at DK Metcalf. What did he do against the Rams? Shut down. Hopkins shut down. I mean... Yeah, I, it's really no threat at all with Jalen Ramsey at quarterback. I mean, maybe there's that, there's always that potential for a slip up, right? But yeah, confidence level, that number one receiver, I feel every game, I really don't have uh, too much worry about it anymore. Yeah. So the Rams will see the Cardinals again in week 17. So um, that game is probably going to be another big one because. At that point, the Cardinals are probably going to be fighting for their playoff life, and the Rams are going to be trying to get the best seed possible. Who knows? Maybe at that point, they might even be trying to get the one seed. And this year, with the new playoff rules, the only team that gets a bye is the one seed. So if you can get the one and get the bye, that's obviously huge. And the seeding this year is going to be really important, too, because... I think right now, the way it's projected, the five seed is projected to play whoever wins the NFC East and whoever's the two is going to be playing, I think, like the NFC North or something like that. I'd have to look again. But obviously, we've shown this year we swept the NFC East and we won all those games. So if we slip to the five and we have to play whoever wins the NFC East, you'd have to feel pretty good about that. The only real downside is... Uh, that game I think would be on the road. Um, so there is that, but I think we've seen this year with COVID that 
home field advantage really isn't a thing this year. The only thing they'd really have to fight would be the weather, depending on where they are. So yeah. that's really the only thing we're, we're talking about here with seeding. And I'm, I'm still baffled. Like the number four seed right now, sitting with the New York Giants, five wins, seven losses. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and is, there's been a lot of, I don't know how much you've been paying attention to like just NFL media in general, but I usually watch a little bit of NFL network and good morning football every, every morning and different radio shows and podcasts and stuff. And everyone is kind of jumping on the giants bandwagon right now. And, and everyone is saying that they're, you know, the best five win team team that they've ever seen or whatever. And, you know, the team is clicking right now and all this other stuff that all might be true, but I mean, I just personally can't see past all those losses. I mean, I just feel like we're the far superior team. They might be a lot better than they were when we played them, but to say I'm worried to play them, that would be a lie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm absolutely not. The, uh, this week, it's a really short week because, uh, we actually have Thursday night football this week. So, and uh, it's a rematch. Uh, we're going against the Patriots, who we haven't seen since the Super Bowl. So this game is going to be, I feel like, really big. Not so much for, obviously it's big for the standings, but for me, the way I view this is this is a massive like confidence booster, a morale booster, um, however you want to look at it, because... Obviously, the taste of the Super Bowl loss that we had is probably still in our mouth a little bit. Not very good. Not a good performance. And we left some points out there on the field and possibly a win. So to face Bill Belichick again and get a win now when we're trying to make that push for the playoffs, I think that would be huge for the team. Um, Obviously, these two teams are going to be pretty different than what we saw just two seasons ago. No Brady, uh, no Gronkowski. And then for the Rams, no Marcus Peters, no Brandon Cooks, no Todd Gurley. So these two teams are going to look pretty different than when they played the last time. But this is the Patriots. It's Bill Belichick. I mean, he, he's the man. I mean, I, I did you see prob- what they did? To the Chargers. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, it, I that mean, was nasty, dude, I don't know. There's a couple head coaches that still have jobs that baffle me. And, and I've already said all my stuff on Adam Gase. I don't know how he has a job and Anthony Lynn. This isn't just like me hating on the Chargers because they're also in LA. Um, I think they're a good team and I like Justin Herbert. I think he's going to be a really good quarterback for a long time. Um, the Anthony Lynn is just not the guy for that team. I'm sorry. Um, if he was going to do something with them, I think it would have happened by now. Um, there's nothing that I see right now that leads me to believe that he can turn it around or he can be the guy. I don't know what your opinion is on Anthony Lynn, but I just feel like uh, as a head coach for this team, it's just time to move on. Yeah. I, I feel like the chargers with the exception of the, um, the Patriots game this last week, they're always like right there within striking distance, but they lose. Seems like yeah, that and that's kind of been years, a thing. Like their thing, yeah, that's kind of been their thing. Even when Philip Rivers was there, because it is kind of a running joke that you know, hey, two minutes to go left in the game, down four points. Philip Rivers has the ball. 
you know, it's like yeah. that was his thing for a long time. And now it's just kind of become the Chargers thing. Uh, but this game, you can't say that because it was 45 to nothing. So, oh, yeah, they got smoked. not within striking distance there. Yeah, not even so. Um, we're coming in eight and four. The Patriots are coming in off a really good win, but they're only six and six. So this isn't, I mean, this isn't like a normal Patriots team coming in, like leading the AFC East on a roll. Um, this is going to be the Patriots team coming in hungry, wanting to prove a point, wanting to show that they're still a good team. And honestly, if they lose this game, I don't know if they'll have a shot to make the playoffs. I mean, I don't know what they are off the top of my head, but I feel like if they lose, excuse me, I feel like if they lose this game, it's really going to hurt their chances. I am, well, I'm very much hoping so because not only are they, not only do they hold the tiebreaker against the Raiders, they're only one game behind the Raiders in playoff standings. So not only do I want the Rams to win and the Patriots to lose, I don't want them to catch the Raiders. So yes, they need to lose this week. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if, if you guys don't know, the last time the Rams beat the Patriots, it was uh, way back in 2001. So if you want to go back in the way back machine, that was the last time the Rams beat the Patriots. Granted, they don't play each other that often, but just, just, just saying it, it's been a minute. Um, the Patriots special teams, the kind of opposite side of the Rams, the Patriots special teams has been very, very good. So it'll be interesting to see how the Rams special teams comes out this game, because you feel like, or at least I feel like if this game is, is lost and, and the, and the Patriots end up winning this game, it's probably going to be because of special teams, because they're so much better than the Rams. Um, also, so far, the the recent history with Aaron Donald against the Patriots, he really hasn't done anything against them. This is one of the few teams that he actually doesn't produce a whole lot. So it'll be interesting to see what their strategy is for him and if Aaron Donald can actually get something going. Um, Cam Newton isn't the same Cam Newton that we remember from you know Carolina. So he's not as mobile. It'll be interesting to see. Maybe we can get some sacks or something. Uh, very curious to see how Brandon Staley attacks this game as far as are they going to spy him? Do they respect him to run like that much? Will they even bother doing that? Who knows? Um, Cam Newton is 3-6 and six all time on Thursday night, so not, not really a, a midweek kind of guy, so there is that going for us, and he really hasn't had that good of a year. Um, there's been times I've watched the Patriots this year and I've seen Cam Newton throw some balls that are, I mean, just inexcusable. I, I don't know what he's doing or who he's throwing to or what's going on, but I, I, they must think he gives them the best chance because they're not starting Jarrett Stidham or anybody else. So I guess he's still the guy. Um, as, as far as where you think, you know, the Rams can win this game. Is, is there anything you think that they need to do specifically, or is there anything, whether that's offensively or defensively that you think they can do to kind of seal this game? I, I would say, I mean, offensively contain Cam Newton, make him throw the ball, make him beat you guys throwing and completing, you know, those passes. Um, otherwise, I, I think the biggest question mark is how is the Rams offense going to perform? 
Uh, I mean, Patriots are coming off a shutout win against the Chargers. Their offense was lighting it up against the Chargers. Their confidence is going to be, I think, pretty high. Um, how are you going to handle the defense? I mean, the New England Patriots defense, I would say, is, is still pretty good. I mean, they're 6-6 six and six on the season, but they're still pretty solid. So um, I think the biggest question mark is with the offense. I mean, you got... I say still stick a lot with the run or at least have an even balanced game, half run, half passes, whatever it is, but um, don't put the ball only in Jared Goff's hand, you know, get it to the running backs. Let's start early. Let's pound them with the running backs. We got three of them. Let's punish them. So um, I, I'm really not super uh, worried about this game i i know i should be more because i know the patriots really aren't like a bad team at all like they're pretty good i think they're pretty good you know but um i'm not worried about the i I guess i should rephrase i'm not worried about the rams defense i think the rams defense will step up i i guess i'm just more worried about the offense how's the offense going to perform because every when i look at the rams offense i'm like man they got lights out offense they're so good like they got all these great receivers they have all these running backs to choose from they got jared goff should be better so i mean i feel confident in their offense and there's definitely weeks that i'm like what just happened what happened to their offense there's no offense whatsoever it was terrible so that's my biggest question mark what are they going to do on offense i am worried about this game i'm not gonna lie and <laughs> the only reason i'm worried is because of bill belichick i'm not really concerned with you know any particular phase of the patriots game necessarily i i know that they're really good on special teams and i know they're decent pretty much everywhere else but just the bill belichick factor i just i'm worried about him just because he's so good and he's so smart and the t- the times that he has played against Goff and against McVeigh, I mean, we did nothing or next to nothing. So that part kind of worries me. That's in the back of my mind. So I, I'm really worried about this one. I, I want to <laughs> say we're going to win, yeah. but I can't say it with a straight face. I really feel like this game's going to be close. I, I don't feel like this is going to be a blowout at all. I feel like this is going to be one of those games that it's going to go to the fourth and it's either going to be a last second field goal or a last second turnover. Like I feel like this is one of those games that's going to go to the fourth and it's going to be close the whole way. I hope I'm wrong, but I agree. I think, I think you're a hundred percent right. I just, I still don't think I'm, I don't think it's going to be a high scoring game and I still not too worried about the defense, but yeah, I, I agree. I mean, the Patriots, Bill Belichick's always got some sort of scheme up his sleeve. Um, and, and, and yeah, it's going to be a close game, but I think if the Rams offense can perform, I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> yeah. But, but and, you know, then again, we have a 99% chance of making the playoffs. So I guess maybe that's why I'm not too worried. Yeah. And uh, the Patriot or the Rams defense, they're going to have to make their money on stopping the run this week because oh, the yeah. Patriots lead the league with 398 rushing attempts. They're third in yards and second in rushing touchdowns. That is their identity. They are a running team. So that's where the Rams are going to have to make their money on defenses, stopping the run. Like you said, if you can make Cam Newton throw, he hasn't really shown anything this year as far as like, hey, I can beat you with my arm. So. I yeah. think if we could do that, 
totally different story. Easy win. So we'll see. As far as the injury report goes, uh, Cam Akers and Michael Brockers popped up on the injury report this week, but uh, nothing, it looks like, too significant. Akers had a little bit of a shoulder issue. Brockers had a little stinger in his neck, but both players were limited in practice on Tuesday, and they were full speed, good to go on Wednesday. So it doesn't look like there's going to be any concern there. It looks like they're going to be good to go. Uh, Terrell Lewis looks like that's probably going to be a no-go. He's still dealing with a knee issue, so probably not going to see him out there. Um, as far as the betting lines go for this one, I did want to touch on, I should probably be following up on these every week, but as far as the Cardinals Rams last week, I said that I would safely take the minus two and a half for the Rams, which they covered. That was easy. So if you took that bet, you won good for you. And the over under for that one was 47 and a half. And I said, that was probably an easy over. And it was that over hit pretty easy. So this week, the Rams are five and a half point favorites. The over under is 44 and a half. And the Patriots are actually plus 200 on the money line. And I feel like a lot of people are probably going to go for that because that's a pretty good value. It's the Patriots. They've shown that to have the Rams number recently. So if you're one of those guys who likes to bet on the underdog and likes, you know, stuff like that, putting money on the Patriots at plus 200 to win straight up might be a pretty good bet. Um, I feel like that five and a half point spread, I feel like that's probably pretty fair. I'm, I, if I was betting on this game, I'm not. I would probably lean Patriots at plus five and a half just because I feel like this game, like I said, is going to be really close. So I feel like, you know, a three point spread, two point spread, I feel like that's probably what it's going to be. So I would kind of lean towards Patriots plus five and a half. And the over under, it's kind of right on that line. That 44 and a half is really tricky. If I had to put money on it, I would probably take the under because I feel like it's going to be 21, 23, that kind of game. And if that's the case, you know, the under would hit. But if it's anything more than that, if it's like 24, 21 or something like that, then you're kind of looking sad. So um, interesting to see how that part plays out as far as like the numbers, if they're going to switch at all or, or anything before game time. But that's where they're at right now. Um I want to predict a Rams victory in my in my heart, so that's what I'm going to do. Uh, I am going to say Rams win 23-21. I'm actually going to put out a prediction and a score there. But, man, I'm not super confident in that. Um, as far as a game prediction, Aaron, do you want to put a, a number out there, a score out there, or pick a winner? You know, since you put a score out, I think I'll put a score out. Uh, yeah, I'm going to predict the Rams 20 to 17. Okay. I could definitely see that too. Um, either way, a win's a win and we'll definitely take it, especially since the, you know, NFC West seems to be still pretty tightly contested. The Cardinals aren't gone yet and the Seahawks are still kind of hanging around. So got to get those victories now into the season's coming up. So we will come to you guys next week and hopefully again, we'll be talking about a nice sweet Rams W and I believe next on our schedule, if I'm not mistaken is the jets. So, I mean, I don't even know if we should even waste time talking about that game, but we will, we'll do an episode. We'll talk about it. Um, probably going to be pretty one-sided. I'm not going to lie. I might just rant more on Adam Gase being a terrible head coach, I can but see that. 
<laughs> yeah, but I mean, maybe we'll just do that for like 20 or 30 minutes. We'll just rag on Adam Gaze. It is what it is. Um, but anyway, as always, we appreciate you guys listening. And hey, real quick, uh, yeah. I, I don't mean to interrupt. Um, I just wanted to throw a reminder out there that the Seahawks lost to the Giants. So They okay, did. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was – I looked at that score. I think it like – the end of the second quarter or end of the first. And I was like, Oh, that's weird. The giants are winning, but whatever. Like, I know they're not going to win. And then I looked again, I think at the end of the third and I'm like, wait a minute, are you serious? And I didn't look again until the score was final. And I literally had to do a double take. I was like, are you kidding me? Well, they oh, yeah. lost to the giants and Colt McCoy. <laughs> right. I got, I got a couple text messages during the fourth quarter and then I turned the game on and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so sweet. Yeah, I I mean, that is just one of those games you can't explain. You just no. Nope. Just like if if the Jets had beat the Raiders, oh, I'm so oh glad gosh. that didn't happen. Yeah, that would just well, be it's another one of those games lucky. you just can't explain. That was lucky. I was so frustrated watching that game. I bet. <laughs> I, like, I bet. This is embarrassing. But then I was happy. So I was yeah. basically doing the same thing during that one. I kept seeing the score updates and I was like, "How are the Jets winning this game? I don't get it." Yeah. And then I was watching, I think, Red Zone at the time when Carr hit rugs for that touchdown, and I was like, no way that just happened, dude. Yeah. And so. he had just, like, the play before he overthrew Aguilar, wide, like, I wouldn't say wide open, but pretty open in the end zone, and I was like, oh, my God, he can't hit his guy. And then, yeah, he hit rugs the, rugs the next play, and I was like, thank God. Yeah. Thank God you didn't lose to the Jets. I feel like a lot of the really good teams are in the AFC this year and everyone talks about the Steelers, the chiefs, the Titans, but man, I feel like the Raiders could really sneak up on some people. They're not a bad team. They don't have all the weapons that some of these other teams have, but man, they just find a way to win. And I, I would be afraid to play the Raiders. If I was an AFC team, I wouldn't want to play the Raiders um they've already shown that they can beat the chiefs and they can beat some of these other teams so um i wouldn't want to play the raiders i feel like they're a really sneaky good team i hope you're right <laughs> i yeah we'll see i mean playoffs are right around the I'm corner biased, yeah so i i can't have a opinion on that <laughs> yeah so uh thanks again guys we appreciate you listening and we'll talk to you next week